Hello, hello. Welcome to a Merry Christmaska little break that we're going to do. And we decided, hey, let's just record this because why not have extra airtime? It's just so fun. How are you doing, Taylor? Good. I love that we both just went, yeah. just did like, just, just a little shimmy for Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and we didn't plan that, guys. That was not choreographed. That's just how we both respond to Christmas naturally. Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. Right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. Oh, I love Christmas so much. I do too. The holidays so much. We love all holidays, but we both celebrate Christmas in our homes. So that's what, those are the traditions we follow. So what, what's one thing that you're excited about doing this year or one tradition that you have? Oh, do I have to pick one? I hate that. Okay. Your favorite. Okay. My favorite, my favorite. Um, Okay. My favorite is we all wake up. Well, well, I say my all, me, my brother and my kids wake up at like five o'clock in the morning to go rush to see what Santa brought us. And we get to open our stockings and then we watch a Christmas movie and we're trying to be like quiet as mouse. But then all of a sudden, like, I think it's like seven 30. We're allowed to be super loud and wake everybody up. Oh, I love that. So your whole family's in the same house for Christmas. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's really cool. So everybody, your mom, like, your brother, you said your brother. Yep. So who else is there? Your uh, two brothers and my sister uh -huh. and, um, yeah, the kids, uh, stepdad, mom. Yeah. So do you set an alarm for five o'clock? Hell no. Like I'm up at like four for Christmas. Like, it's just like, bing, Santa came. Well, you're up at four anyway, but I mean, yeah. So I feel like it's natural for you, but the kids, do they, do they set an alarm or do they just like get up at five or do you nope. go wake them up? Uh, Diego and I definitely have those alarm clocks where we're just up. So we'll go mm -hmm. wake up. We'll go wake up Lima. And then uh, my little brother, Monster Man, uh, we'll go wake him up. But I, I'm wondering, because now he's like one of those guys that like likes to wake up like at one because he's super cool and 24. Um, so I'm wondering if this year he's going to tell us to shoot. <laughs> one o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, my God. You know, he's just like hungover. But Yeah. I've anyway. never been, I've never been one of those people, by the way, that like could sleep that late. I feel like you haven't, it, there's no way that you no, are never, either. no, yeah. never. Like I, like even when I was like younger and really drinking, um, I probably haven't gotten up later than nine. Like, Same. No way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like as hungover as I was or whatever it was, like I didn't sleep till one, yeah. but no. I was not allowed to like sleep in like that either. So I was like, you know, I remember Wait. one Thanksgiving. Well, actually I'm not going to tell anybody that story. I'll tell you later, but I shouldn't talk about that right now. Um, what I'm really excited about, we go, I think I've told you about this place before. There's this place in Grand Prairie that has um, lights and it's like got different themes that they do every single year. And it's a drive-through situation. Like you drive through oh, this yeah. whole course and then they have a light tunnel. It's really, really cool. And they have different countries that like you drive through one country's featured here and then another. It's really, really cool. And then get the hot cocoa going and like Ugh. yes i love, I love do you put candy canes in your hot chocolate no we do marshmallows and chocolate chips whoa even though they melt very chocolate oh yeah i mean i want these kids fucking hyping up all night obviously like marshmallows and chocolate chips it's like all the sugar no we're not big candy cane people oh do you like candy canes you, you eat so them? yeah i do love candy canes i like all the different flavors 
Um, but I think there's like this great joy when you open up a candy cane and it's all in one piece. Yeah. Cause that's rare. It is. And so this year, uh, the kids got candy canes from their elves and Diego goes, this is a magical candy cane because it's all in one piece. And I was like, thank you, Chippy. That's amazing. So Chippy's <laughs> your elf. Yeah. Chippy's Diego's elf. And then we have sparkles. That's Lima's elf. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. So you have to like plan out probably what you do with the elf, right? Like how you move the elf and the different things. I know friend, I have friends that like really get into it and oh, like, Oh, I am like, I am on it. And so they are so sweet. They already told their elves. So we're traveling on Friday and, um, you know, to go to Tahoe and uh -huh. so that they want to take their elves with them. And so a great tradition we had is they put themselves in Mason jars. Oh, and so then they get to carry their elves. Cause you know, you're not allowed to touch the elf. I didn't know that. You did not know that? Do you don't do else? that. Mm -mm. Oh. oh my God. No. It's really fun. No, I think I tried like once and then I just aborted mission because I forgot to move it. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I like, this was years ago. This was when it was just Cade and um, I didn't have Camden yet. I was like, oh shit, like I forgot to move it. But then we also did this other thing and I'll have to show, I meant to tell you this the other day. Um, so my dad's wife, her, uh, somebody in her family, I can't remember exactly who came up with a different version of it. And it's these little mice in hammocks oh, and yeah, you move them on the tree. It's super, super cute. And so we did that. She gave that one of them to us when it first came out, which was a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And so we did that and I was like, Oh, look, you know, they moved, we gave them names that my kids just weren't really into it. And then they would go move it. And then they would completely remove it. Like Camden had his elf upstairs or his um, little mouse upstairs. And I was like, where the fuck is this mouse? You know, I have to move it tonight. And it's like gone, you know? And I was like, oh, you know, they took a vacation or something. So I had to say something. And then just, they never came back, you that know, is, but that is so funny. So now for all you Hanukkahers, they have bench on the bench. Ooh. Have you heard of this? Yeah. Uh -uh. So my stepdad celebrates Hanukkah. And so I got him the bench. But what I think is really funny is I tortured the bench. So like I've, I have like hung it like on top of like boiling water. Um, I've made it like, you know, um, attack Charlie Brown and Lucy because they have like little figurines at their house. Like they're super into, into that stuff. I have done like the funniest things to the bench. And my stepdad like loves looking for the bench in the morning. It is hilarious. Like just like the kids. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard of that he loves to look for it. I don't know he how I feel it. about you torturing it. Like what is that? What, what's <laughs> happening here? But I think it's cute that he loves to look for it and that you guys have this little like tradition that you do with him. Like he wakes yeah. up just like the kids to find his minch. Yep. Hanukkah is just as important. And he is super excited because yeah. it's the whole time that we were there in Tahoe. So it's so funny. Like my mom is, you know, this spoils the kids rotten, of course, all I think all grandparents do. But they're like, is it okay if we give a Hanukkah gift every single night? It's going to be every night you're here. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Say no. You know? Yeah. Like, right. Yes, of course. All That's good. super cute. That's super cute. So what made you do that? Like start doing the minch and start moving it. And what year did you do that? Just oh, this year? No, no, no. It's, it's definitely been a few years. I mean, like Diego's nine, so probably like seven years. And I, well, both of us will never forget. So it was hanging one time in the kitchen. So it was like hanging pretty far down. Like you definitely had to avoid it when walking. And, um, my, my dad's wife was over and she's very like, oh, you know, like, like with the kids, she's just really over the top and she sees this elf and she has her hands up. And she's about to touch it. And Diego's like, no, it's like the slow motion scene. And she touches the elf and 
when you touch the elf, it loses its magic. And boy, does Diego take that shit seriously. And he was screaming at her. Like, oh my gosh. Grandma, he's screaming at her that she ruined Christmas. And like, all the, he wrote Chippy a letter to get his <sighs> magic back. Like, it was such a big deal. And he actually remembers it. So I, I think he's got to have been four when I started it. That is so cute that he takes it that seriously, even to oh, this day. Serious. I love oh, that. It's, it, it is serious. And then, like, uh, Lima's like, so my friend says that um, she can touch it and it doesn't lose her magic. So what's like, as a, as a parent, like, what are you supposed to say, right? So it's like, well, she doesn't really have a real elf. Yeah. Like, what what did you say? <laughs> no, that's what I said. I said, oh, she, she, must, she must have a different elf. I was like, do you have some good advice for the listeners? No, because no. elf on a shelf is a, such a big deal that, like, what do you do when that happens? Well, that's, that's kind of how I felt at Disney whenever, you know, it came to light that there are real people under there. I was like, shit, you know, to Camden, that there are actual real humans under there. Cause I'd been like hyping them up. We're going to Mickey and Minnie's house. Yeah. And then it's like, then what did I, what do you say? Like, what was I, what do you say whenever he's like, he knows they're real people now. I'm like, oh shit. So I had to try one, to think of something. That one was kind of easy for me because like, it's a cartoon and I like, they know that they draw them. Um, but I just said like their, their presence and their magic is still strong. And then that's when like, you know, kind of like Santa, like, you know, it's like, they still have their magic. If you believe then it all happens. Right. But we just don't yeah. see it because our eye just doesn't go there. So I don't well, know. I, I mean, I, don't a problem with that. I told them we're going to their house. That's what this castle is. Like, this is their home where they all live. So maybe that's where I mm -hmm. fucked myself up because I'm like, mm -hmm. oh shit. You know, it's not about it. it yes. It's magical. But like, I'm like, we're going to where they live. You know, that was the cell. To get, he was so excited to get to see where, you know, when they're not in movies, what Mickey's doing and uh, where he, yeah, okay. where he hangs okay. out. Okay. Yeah. Well, they do have Toontown, but it was under construction when you were there. So you'll have to go back because it actually is really cool. It does look like their houses. Oh, I, I don't even know about that. Yeah. yeah. No, so it, it was completely closed. Um, I love that we just tangented about all these magical things because really what this episode was supposed to be about <laughs> is to let you all know that we're actually taking a break and this does kind of stem from, you know, how magical we, we find, you know, one, the kids being out, uh, but the family and Christmas and again, whatever you guys all, all celebrate, take the time. It's been a hard year. I think we can yeah. all say that almost in any industry, it's been really rough. Uh, so we are going to be coming back January 10th with a vengeance. So I'm excited. Yes, I'm excited too. And the other thing I was just going to add to that is I know it's so much easier said than done, but regardless of your situation, I know a lot of people have been rocked by this market. Um, try to enjoy the holidays. Again, so much easier said than done. We're all feeling it in our own ways. Um, trust us, Brian and I both. And um, I definitely think it's really important to just remember what Christmas is about and just let go of some of that stuff just temporarily if you can. Again, I'm an overthinker, so I get it's easier said than done, but with Christmas and with my kids being home, that's one time that anybody that knows me that knows I'm an overthinker can attest to the fact that I really do try to be really present and let all the other shit that's going on in my world go when I'm with the kids and around Christmas time. It's like yeah. truly the only time I can do that. Really? Why is that? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm psychotic. I, I have no clue. I'm an overthinker. I think overthink everything. Well, you know this about me based on work. I always yeah. think 10 steps ahead. And so if I don't have it all figured out, I stress and, and need to get it figured out. I think I have control issues. I mean, this is a whole fucking another episode. Like, yeah, another episode, yeah. You know, like if you really want to get into it, there's a bunch. But I can, for some some reason, when 
and there's a couple different things in my life like this where I've talked to myself into like, this is how you're going to be. This is what your approach to this is going to be. And so this is what my approach to Christmas is. Like I am going to whatever is going on in my world. I've always been able to just kind of put that on pause with regards to Christmas to make it really special for everybody and be really present. Remember all the things that I do have to be grateful for, regardless of what else is going on. Yeah. You know what? So I just wrote this down because I just think this is an episode if you want to put yourself out there is essentially how does an overthinker become so successful without completely crumbling like a leaf? Because I am what I call an underthinker. Um, so I'm the complete opposite. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely leap before I think, but um, two sides can be super successful. I, but I, yeah. I am like even wondering, I'm almost getting anxiety thinking about you overthinking. Yeah, no, I mean, we can, there's definitely things that I've had to like tactics and strategies and things that I've routines and things that I've had to implement in my life to cope with being the way that I am. And then we could really go back and dissect because I already haven't figured out a bit in enough therapy to understand and know why I am the way that I am. But, um, I know there's no changing that. And so I've just implemented these things years ago, well before I even had kids and stuff, because once, and it really probably started around, you know, when I entered the workforce, because that's a whole, yeah. like, as a, that's a whole different ball game for people as going to college or graduating high school, whatever it is that people do when you enter the workforce, like that's the real world, obviously. And so, um, yeah, shit got real at that point. So what I've had to do and cope, I think that's a great idea for an episode because I know a lot of people like so me. So many people are like that. Yes. And I'm even thinking of it like like you're like this machine inside and it's like, you know that if, if one thing happens and this is here to catch you, you know, yeah. obviously you're, you're kind of running like that. Like you're, yeah. you have like this mechanism, this defense mechanism, like that yeah. you just fight through it. Very and it's weird because you kind of stay in fight or flight all the time and you have to compartmentalize all the time. Like I have to, everything I do, is I compartmentalize to some extent, even things that have nothing to do with work, which is kind of crazy. I'll, I could go through all of it with you and yeah. you could be like, you're fucking Let's psychotic. But, um, <laughs> hey, if it works for you, it works for you. What are you going to do? Right? Yeah. Like, well, I've talked to, to Aaron about it and stuff like how my mind works. And it's just like, sometimes he'll, he'll just be like, I hate that for you. You know, I hate that. That's like what your process is for every little thing. Like, oh my God, I'm tired. Like just listening to you talk about it and stuff. But it's like, it's what it actually is what makes me feel better. It's what like actually makes me pro more productive. It's the, it's actually really positive to me, but to him, it's like, woof, you know, like for everything you do, you have to do X, Y, Z. He's like, that just seems really exhausting and daunting, but it's like a, a safety net for me. I don't know yeah. how else to explain it. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. Like I was just thinking, um, for me, the word overwhelmed is a good thing when a lot of people are like, oh my God, that's such a negative. So I'm actually doing, well, we're doing the masterclass tomorrow um, about how, like, how do you deal mm. with being overwhelmed? Um, I love that. How do we, you know, how do we make it a positive? So interesting. Nice. Um, yeah. All right. So I know we didn't prepare this by any means, but do you have no. a broke to boss, broke to boss tip for the holidays? I think we Before just kind of gave them our broke to boss okay. tip is that it's unplug. Everybody needs to unplug. I feel like around the holidays, whatever it is that you celebrate, unplug, spend time with your family. There's always something that you can find to be grateful for. I know everybody's pretty deep in their job search right now. Um, a lot of people are. So, you know, as I know it's easier said than done, and it might sound very hypocritical, the fact that that's coming from someone who, who is employed currently, and that's not lost on me ever. Um, and I'm super grateful for that, but you need to unplug. Give yourself a minute, give yourself a break from the job search, from resumes, from applying, be present, be there with your family. Remember, remember the shit that really matters, yeah. you know, and who, and who really matters and who really matters. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, I love that. All right. Yep. Well, marry everything, everyone. And happy yes. new year. We'll, we'll see you next year. We are excited to see you guys next year. Thanks, y'all. Good old bye.